Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, Ben Standick's going to jump on uh, with us right now. Again, 1 o'clock today, Josh Harris will uh, meet with media um, out in Ashburn. We'll carry that live. Uh, Ben reported moments ago Ian Cunningham, one of those, you know, GM candidates uh, that's been talked a lot about, Bears assistant GM to Ryan Poles. Uh, Ben uh, reported that they, uh, the team's put in an interview request uh, for him. Um, also many people reporting Glenn Cook, the Browns assistant GM, uh, that an interview request has been put in for him. And several reports say that Washington also wants to hire Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for Sean McVay and Los Angeles, as they get ready for their playoff game against uh, the Detroit Lions on Sunday night. Uh, boy, Raheem Morris has just been a name that anybody who has ever worked with him, pl- uh, played for him, etc., they love Raheem Morris. Ben Standig jumps on with us right now. Busy morning. We knew it would be. Give me, you know, um, for those that are joining real quickly, Ron Rivera fired this morning. Bob Myers, former Golden State GM and team president, hired along with Rick Spielman, former NFL GM in Minnesota, most recently hired to be uh, be a part of an advisory slash search committee to find the team's next general manager slash head of football operations and head coach. All right, uh, have at it. Your reactions to everything that's going on this morning and any kind of information you can provide. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to go off over uh, Ron Rivera's uh, exit here because obviously, you know, that's been, you know, the the talk for for months now, and um, you know, it's been four years, and you know, obviously there were there, there were highs, but not nearly enough, and and this team never finished with a uh, a winning record, and it seemed obvious this was going to be happening uh, for a while, and arguably even since the beginning of the season, just knowing how these things work where new owners come in and typically want to hire their own people. And, you know, they've had not enough success here uh, in, in, in town. And then, you know, to, to, to have a four and 13 season made this, you know, really inevitable uh, as we've all talked about for weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
it's funny how these things work, right? I mean, Ron Rivera gets he's gone, he's fired this morning, and immediately the page has been turned when you see things like Bob Myers, the GM from those championship Golden State teams, is now involved in this uh, in this organization, helping for the uh, search committee for a coach and and front office. Um, you know, uh, nobody knows the NBA more than my guy David Aldridge, my client at the uh, my my colleague at the Athletic. And, you know, you look at his Twitter, he, you know, he makes it sound like Bob Myers, you know, could be involved beyond that a little bit ultimately. And I don't know what that means yet, but, you know, it sounds like Bob Myers, you know, could be uh, somebody that's going to be a sounding board for Harris uh, even beyond that. Um, Spielman feels more like a just for this purpose, but we'll see again how that um, unfolds. And yeah, I mean, the interview requests are starting. I've been saying for a bit, my sense is that, uh, they're going to want to get that GM or football ops lead in the house soon, sooner than later. Um, you can start, you can start meeting with coaches candidates over zoom now, but you can't meet them in person until the 22nd. So you would think they want to have that front office person on board by then. I, you know, it seems like Harris is going to be involved in that coaching this higher than I was just going to say to the new hire for the front office hey, your call, what do you think? Um, but they you know, obviously want to have that person's voice as part of the process. So uh, I think that happens uh, sometime in the next, you know, 10 days or so would be my guess. And, uh, you know, we're off. Like I said, these interview requests are coming in. You know, we've all discussed some of these names on the front office and coaching side. You mentioned Ian Cunningham, Glenn Cook, Raheem Morris as a potential coach. You know, all these guys are among the main candidates you would think for any team. So. Um, I would imagine Harris is going to talk to a bunch of them. They've done the homework for weeks and months, but, you know, you still need to meet the people, right? Uh, you know, they maybe have met a few of them informally. Uh, they met, uh, Harris met with Ian Cunningham at the NFL's Accelerator Program right. uh, last month. But, you know, that's just, you know, social chit-chat. It's not, so what are you going to do with this roster type business? So all that's going to start happening, and, uh, yeah, we're off. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not doing any dismissive of, Ron Rivera, but it feels like that happened three months ago, just off of the last few hours. Right. Um, it, it, you know, right. they're definitely the page has turned. And by all accounts, this was handled incredibly uh, well and professionally. And I'm, you know, I, I mentioned um, last hour. I, you know, I felt this way during the season, and I feel even a little bit more strongly about it now that it made no sense to fire him during the season. Um, and uh, everything is I have absolutely no qualms about the way it was handled. I don't think that they let the you know some sort of bad culture fester um, and that it was somehow an indictment on new ownership at all. But let's move on. So, you know, you and I, I've probably asked you no less than a dozen times over the last two months, you know, any chance we know He's got to be talking to somebody. He's not going to put this list of general managers and head coaches, scribble it down with Mitch Rails, you know, at breakfast one morning. They're, you know, Kevin Colbert in Pittsburgh. We mentioned, you know, who could possibly be advising him. So now we find out that Bob Myers and Rick Spielman are going to be the advisors. So just curious, what was your response to Bob Myers? You're a basketball guy. I mean, you – you know, you and I both love basketball and love the NBA. Bob Myers is a bit of 
a legend in the NBA. I mean, he presided over one of the game's greatest dynasties in the Warriors dynasty. Um, so your reaction first to Myers? Well, as one of my friends texted me, who's a big Wizards fan, um, no, not not so much discussing the new Michael Winger group, but like in terms of the, the Wizards historically, that the Commanders now have a better NBA front office than the Wizards. Um, <laughs> with, with a, I mean, that's how that. Like, if you look at like the the consulting group, if you consider Josh Harris essentially an NBA guy right now until he gets more involved, and Magic Johnson, they do have actually more NBA people um, as part of the committee than they do NFL pure NFL people. But, you know, I think that is an interesting part of this. And this is where the Bob Myers piece comes in. We focus, people focus so much on, they got to get an offensive coordinator. They got to get a defensive coordinator. They ignore that just because you're good at those jobs doesn't mean you're good for the job they're asking you to do. The head coach to be this leader of men. I mean, the the term culture is, you know, it's being used at nauseam at this point with regards to the Rivera era and where this thing is. But, these things do matter. You have to set up the organization, not just in terms of talent, of course that, but how it's going to function. What are the expectations? Who are you bringing in? And clearly a guy like Myers did an incredible job with Golden State, you know, to, to whether it was the coaches, you know, obviously, I mean, look, he had Steph Curry and others <laughs> that helps the cause, but there's a reason why Golden State was able to not just win, but win consistently over several years and be, you know, uh, what, what did they win? Four titles, I mean, that's not just talent. That is however you want to define that culture term. They have it. So I think having a guy like Myers be part of your committee is pretty fascinating. Obviously, Spielman gives you the pure football analysis. And, you know, obviously he was with the Vikings and had some success there. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I think the Bob Myers piece is pretty fascinating. And, you know, we are going to talk to Harris later today. And we'll be very curious to hear what he, you know, what he's saw in Harris, I saw in uh, Myers. I'm sure he knows him on some level from his NBA days. So curious how that came to be and what his expectations are with him on board. It could be pretty, pretty fascinating. Um, just out of curiosity, how did the relationship end with, between Bob Myers and Kevin Durant? I kind of forget. He obviously signed Durant while he was there, but how did it end with Durant and Myers? I don't you remember. Necessarily, well, I mean, it always was framed as best I can recall that, you know, what was it was like Draymond Green kind of said something to Durant once upon a time about, you know, um, sort of n- knocking him down a peg in terms of his role within the, uh, the Golden State's run because obviously they'd won a title before Durant got there. So I don't necessarily know that it was like Durant was like annoyed with management. He may not even have been annoyed with Draymond, but I think as best I can recall, whatever friction may have existed in the end, was seem to be more with a Draymond or other players okay. more than the right. front office. Um, the Bob Myers connection is, you know, an NBA connection, and perhaps the, you know, Lakeubs um, and and Josh Harris as well, the owners of the uh, of the Warriors. Um, what about the Spielman connection? Have you been able to link that? Why Spielman? Yeah, no, I I, I haven't been able to to do that. I mean. Um, you know, when I was doing my various lists of uh, potential candidates, you know, at one point I realized, like, you know, I only I don't have any um, former GMs on here. And I'm not just saying this now, but, like, I had Spielman down to sort of, like, in the others category because of the names of the people who have been, like, most recently GMs. I, he was one that I thought and had heard from others that, like, could be 
closest to being the guy. You know, if you're going to pick from a, a former guy, that he might be the the guy. So I I don't get the sense that he's in play here for anything long term. But maybe you know Harris, whatever you know. However, he was racking his brain in terms of you know who to bring on board to help. Maybe he heard similar things um, as, as well. I don't know. Beyond that, I don't know a specific connection. I, you know, I'm not sure. You know, maybe they have agents involved or other other connections. But you know, like I said, Spielman is a respected voice out there, and you know, not that far removed from from being uh, a GM himself. Right. Um, most recently uh, in Minnesota, where eventually he got replaced um, by a new GM and. And, you know, a new head coach uh, was hired as well. That's Kevin O'Connell currently in Minnesota. Uh, we're talking to Ben Standig at Ben Standig on Twitter. You can listen to Ben's podcast, Standig Room Only. It's a great podcast. And, of course, you know, especially in these days ahead, totally worth subscribing to The Athletic just to read Ben. And, by the way, as he mentioned, David Aldridge. It's funny that you mentioned him. Um, once I, I saw the Myers news, I immediately reached out and asked uh, about David's availability today. Everybody's busy today, but hopefully we'll get him on um, at some point. Uh, but yeah, um, so uh, you know, here we are, and we've got the two advisors. And you already suggested it, and I've talked about it all morning. Like this is what they—they're not the hires. They're not the head of football operations. They're not the head coach. But you never know how these things play out. You know, so many times, Ben, in business, you know, you put together this search committee, and all of these interviewees come in, and you interview everybody, and then. The owner just kind of looks at the two, you know, former people that did it and said, why don't you do this? You're better than all these people. Um, so I, I don't know that it'll play out that way. Um, but I'm curious as to whether or not you have a hunch specifically about Meyer's role beyond just this search committee advisory role. Yeah, well, well to your point, I, the example in my mind is always, uh, Dick Cheney was put in charge of helping find George uh, W. Bush's vice president, and at the end of the result was <laughs> he he became the vice president. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't you know look Myers' background is not football, but he is you know I think a big picture kind of a thinker, and I think that's one of the things that made him you know a good GM and Golden State. It wasn't just some talent evaluation; it was having a a sense of of, of the larger. Uh, the larger picture. So I, I, you know, I could see him being some sort of a consultant for Harris moving forward, whether that's again, beyond this immediate search, maybe that has to do with the stadium or, or, or other organizational factors. I mean, as we know, there's a lot that needs to be changed here and Harris has done. They've started to do some of that. They, they focus more on the business side, but there's plenty more to go. I mean, the way I look at it, Today is really the first day of the Josh Harris ownership group. Right. I mean, it's not to say that the last several months haven't, you know, he's been sitting on his thumb, sitting on the hands, but like, you know, this is now it can be different. He doesn't have to, you know, whatever's going to happen with the football side, it's his, his choice, possibly changes coming on the business side as well. He, you know, they have largely left things alone and now changes are expected. So sure. You know, who knows? I mean, like I said, my, I think Myers as a voice for Harris, I think seems like a reasonable um, assumption here. I mean, I was joking to somebody earlier that maybe this is his way of prepping for a world if he gets rid of Daryl Morey with the Sixers. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, I think it's more like sort of the bigger picture stuff rather than saying, hey, you guys got to play a 3-4 defense and this is what the analytics say or things like that. 
Yeah, that's funny. I mean, like Daryl Morey's sitting there going, "Oh, so Bob Myers is on his advisory <laughs> committee. Um, we better we better take at least a step to the conference finals or beyond um, this year." Um, all right. So, what about Herney and Mayhew? What do we know about their status? Yeah. So at this point, there you know only Rivera has been relieved of his duties, and I think one question you know I think that needs to be asked of Harris today is. With regards to other people, whether it's the coaching staff or the, the front office executives you just mentioned, who's making these calls? Are you waiting for waiting for a new GM or a new front office lead or a new coach to make final say on these people? I mean, not everybody is necessarily under contract still, but uh, so those may be a little bit easier. But uh, look, I mean, it's hard to predict, project that too many of these people are sticking around, right? Um, so I don't imagine the shelf life is too long for anyone. The front office is always a little bit trickier, though, because these people have been doing a lot of scouting in terms of the draft and things like that. And typically, especially with scouts, but even just some of the front office people, teams hold on to them through the draft and then let them go. So it's quite possible these guys stick around to a degree through the draft and then after that changes are made. But you know, if they hire a new person here, uh, like I said, the next several days, you know, it, how quickly can that person assemble a staff as well, right? Because we're probably going to want to have people who are on teams. And, you know, well, again, those teams may not want to immediately let their person go. Uh, you know, if there's no if there's no promotion, then, um, you know, then I think typically they can block anything from, from happening quickly. So these are all things to, to, to be determined. But, you know, if you told me, Somebody from the Mayhew, Herney, Polian, Stokes group stayed. Sure, but in terms of who and, and when and when things could change, that, that that's a little harder to read right now. Well, yeah, because it's the same thing with the coaching staff, and we talked about this, I think, at one point last week, or maybe it was the week before. You can't boom everybody because it's really hard to hire a complete coaching staff. Not everybody that you want is available, and not everybody that was on the previous staff is ready to move on. Um, and some of those people may be highly qualified and be a good fit. You see coaching staffs at the very top, coach, you know, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you know, completely change over um, when you move on from, from a head coach. But sometimes some of those, you know, p- even some position coaches stay on, and the same goes for the front office. Now, you just said timeline you know, the fact that they can do something with their head of football operations, unless like an Ian Cunningham, as an example, that's one thing. Um, you know, he's with a team that's been eliminated from the postseason. But what about a Glenn Cook, as an example, in Cleveland? You know, what if Cleveland stays alive? We know where we know what the case is with the coaches. You've already pointed out Zoom right now. Um, not in person until January 22nd. So more likely than not, you wait We'll wait, you know, here for a few weeks for the head coaching uh, decision, unless a team's eliminated. Um, but they can't start to interview him in person, period, until January twenty second. But with with a general manager, head of football operations, what are the rules with respect to the teams that are in the playoffs with those guys? Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that you know, in person interviews can begin today. Uh, should that have been the case? I mean, even just since you and I have been on the phone, there's now more reports of others being uh, requested 
uh, interviews requested, including I think Adam Schefter has here. Um, Adam Peters is the yep. assistant GM with the 49ers, who's you know right up there at the top of, of everybody's uh, kind of wish list. Um, I, I don't. I think they can start meeting a person. I mean, obviously a GM is going to be slightly different. I mean, their their role at this point of the season going to the playoffs is. I don't want to say muted, but there's not, it's not the same responsibility. They're not game planning typically or any, you know, anything like that. So I, I think they can move forward. Obviously the coaches, it's more complicated because they were literally involved in the upcoming games. So, um, you know, I, I think, like I said, I think any of these people could be hired, um, you know, sooner than later, especially if it's, a promotion, it's some sort of a lateral move. I think that's where it gets a little murkier in terms of whether the, the current team has to let them has to let them go. But for a promotion, yeah, they can. They, everybody can start moving forward. Yeah. So let me catch everybody up to speed because you're doing the same thing, and I'm going to let you run because Ben's super busy today too. Schefter reporting that uh, Washington's requested permission to interview Adam Peters for the GM job. Mike Borgonzi from Kansas City for the GM job. Um, uh, Anthony Weaver uh, is an associate head coach and D-line coach for their head coaching uh, job. Uh, And we already mentioned Raheem Morris for their head coaching job as well. That that, that gets added to the list of Ian Cunningham, the Bears uh, assistant GM, Glenn Cook, the Browns assistant GM, uh, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, reported earlier by Tom Pelissaro. And we did have the Jordan Schultz report that they've reached out to Don Yee Harbaugh's agent. So I'll ask you this to wrap it up. Um, do you have any guesses at this point, or at least the type of GM and or head coach? Well, you know, first let me just say, you know, one thing I've been saying about Harris throughout this time that I think has got to be super intriguing. It is to me at least. And that is whatever you want to say about the process with the Sixers, it was a very outside the box move to do it to that degree. I mean, the Detroit Pistons and the Wizards are doing it uh, not on purpose, right? They just stink for more for the most part, but they were making an overt effort to, I don't want to say game the system, but to find ways to get as many bites of the draft Apple um, and, you know, they did that. And, and again, whatever you think of what that happened, good or bad, it shows an owner who was, who was, who was willing to think in ways that are beyond the conventional norm. And I, that, to me, makes it interesting. But in terms of, therefore, the potential hires, I think it means, you know, anything is possible. It's not going to just be definitively some cookie cutter, you know, this person. You know, I remember like when Scott McLuhan came here and at the press conference, people were so excited because he just kept saying, I want, you know, I want football players, you know, like, okay, sure. But like that, I don't know what, you know, what, okay. But it sounded good, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is good. And I, you know, so, I mean, look, the analytics piece of this is pretty uh, notable. Uh, Harris is, you know, clearly on that side of the aisle. They've already hired Eugene Shen to beef up that department. Is that enough in terms of like a hierarchy or do you need more? Um, Alec Hallaby, who also was just reported, that they requested interview. He's the assistant GM with Philly. Like he is a through and through analytics guy. Like that is where his, he came from. He was part of the the Sloan sports conference that Daryl Morey runs um, or founded. Um, So clearly he's that type of guy, but there's, you know, there's, there's peer evaluators um, already among these names as well. So, you know, to me, I would almost just say, I'm expecting Harris to hire 
thinkers as opposed to just necessarily, you know, guys who grunt a lot and play and, and, and talk football, um, you know, like that type of deal. So uh, I, the outside of the boxing, I think it needs to be um, kept top of mind. And the Bob Myers, uh, you know, announcement today certainly I think shows that. Real quickly, um, because we haven't mentioned his name yet, uh, but I just saw that Sam Cosme, as part of this locker room wrap-up, said uh, about their, the offense, I wanted to run the ball more. We needed more balance. Please, let's run the rock. Um, Logan Thomas was, you know, at least uh, slightly critical of Eric Bieniemy, uh after the game yesterday. Um, so what's Eric Bieniemy's future? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's changed for me the way it's been this whole time, unless whoever they hire as coach or GM is a particular fan and thinks that the enemy has got, you know, some game and just needs to be in a different system or, or a different setup. I can't, I can't imagine he's returning. I don't imagine almost anybody on the staff is coming back. But since he's the high-profile name, you know, I, I get the people who think that he's, you know, he's all that and. You know, it'd be insane to let him go. I, I just, I don't, I don't see what we saw this year to ultimately make me think he has to stay. Could it, you know, uh, could it work out somewhere else? Sure, but I, I have no reason to think he's in plans here, unless, like I said, you know, like one of the, again, one of the people who was just reported to have been interviewed uh, that they put in a request for Mike Borgonzi, the assistant GM with the Chiefs. Well, he obviously saw Eric Bieniemy up close for several right. years. Maybe, maybe he thinks he is that good, and if so, well, then perhaps he's in play to stay in the current role or some other one. But at the moment, I don't see that the enemy would be, would be back. Thank you. Uh, I know you're busy. We'll catch up hopefully tomorrow as well. Look forward I'm going to use, uh, yeah, use you all week. Send oxygen to my house. Other, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, hey, by we'll, the way, we'll Jake Fromm ended up being the backup quarterback yesterday. was really happy to see that. Uh, I'll I, talk I, to you I later. I about Thanks. you when I saw that news. No, no, see you. Um, for those that were wondering what Logan Thomas said, uh, about Eric Bieniemy on the way out. Uh, I will read that to you, um, Sam Cosme, and locker room cleanup day uh, with some comments on Bieniemy as well. That's not the story today, but these are interesting things. Obviously, we'll update the whole list. I mean, just one report after another coming out on who Washington has requested interviews with. We'll go down the list. I also have a few thoughts on yesterday's game, Sam Howell's last performance of 2023 as well. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show, Team 980 and theteam980.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Ron Rivera fired today. Bob Myers and Rick Spielman. Bob Myers, the former Golden State general manager, team president. Rick Spielman, the former longtime NFL GM in Miami and then in Minnesota in recent years before getting fired a few years ago. Part of the search committee advisory group to hire uh, to find, identify, and then hire the team's new head of football operations and head coach. And then the names have just been flying in. So Josh Harris, along with Bob Myers, Rick Spielman, Mitchell Rails, Magic Johnson, David Blitzer, are all part of a group. They're now searching for the team's next GM and head coach. All right who knows where they'll land. And I guess Bob Myers could ultimately have a more significant role. Maybe Rick Spielman could as well. But the names coming in in terms of who they're requesting uh, to interview with, um, it started with Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, uh, reported by Tom Pelissar that they had reached out to both uh, to interview them for their head coaching position. Raheem Morris Uh, Adam Schefter reported that Washington's reached out to the Rams to interview Raheem Morris for their head coaching position. Anthony Weaver, the Ravens associate head coach and D-line coach, uh, Schefter reporting that Washington's reached out to interview him for their head coaching position. Uh, The agent of Jim Harbaugh, his name is Don Yee, Jordan Schultz reporting that Washington has reached out to Yee because they have interest in Jim Harbaugh. Now on the GM front, Adam Peters, the 49ers assistant GM, Washington's requested permission to interview him, the uh, current assistant GM in Kansas City, Mike Borgonzi, Washington's requested to interview him. Him. Um, 
Uh, also, Ian Cunningham, Ben had this, the current assistant GM with the Chicago Bears, requested to interview him. Glenn Cook, the current assistant in Cleveland, um, requests to interview him as well. Uh, I think I have that list updated. Did I forget anybody? Uh, did you mention Eagles assistant GM Alec Hallaby? Alec Hallaby, Mr. Analytics himself from Philadelphia, yeah. assistant GM to Howie Roseman, also on that list of people that Washington has reached out to interview. I think the timeline that Ben spelled out, just to, to update that, um, head coaches can be interviewed right now virtually, but they can't be interviewed in person until January 22nd. Um, but you can start interviewing general manager candidates right now. So, um, yeah, that's what makes sense is that they'll hire a general manager slash head of football operations first, um, and then the head coaching spot will come later. Um, all right. Uh, what I am going to do coming up here at noon is I'm going to open it up for you guys to call in. So at 12 noon, we'll take calls at 301-230-0980. Your reaction to the day, um, what you'd like to see, uh, and anything else related to uh, the football team this year, the firing of Rivera. But really now, I think, and it's something we've referred to going way back to earlier in the season, if not before the season, this was really always going to be day one of the Josh Harris ownership of this football franchise from a football standpoint. They just didn't have enough time when they finally got control of the team in what was a very difficult sale that wasn't always going to go through. You know, it was not the easiest uh, uh, easiest of sales to complete. Um, at times, it looked like it was dead to, to Harris and ownership group. Dan was not easy to deal with. Surprise, surprise. But eventually, when they took control of the team in late July, we were just on the precipice of training camp and two weeks away from a preseason game. And they sat back and did as they said they would do. Sit back, observe, watch. Um, there were trades uh, at the deadline of Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Uh, there was a firing of Jack Del Rio, um, and that's the only true uh, drama um, in terms of uh, you know personnel or coaches. Ron Rivera stuck. I never had an issue with it at all. Um, and what looked like a team before the season, it would be hard for this team to really bottom out. I thought it was dead wrong. Um, did bottom out, and it sets up the perfect storm and a very attractive opportunity, uh, an opportunity where you come in, you've got five picks in the first three rounds, the number two overall pick, and as I've mentioned in recent weeks, it's not just the second pick in the first round. It's the second pick in the second round, the second pick in the third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, and seventh round. You know, they saved themselves by losing out here a lot of draft leverage. No, of course there's no guarantee that number two will produce more than number seven would. But it's about the opportunity, the leverage. Um, and with that combined with the cap space uh, and the fact that Dan's gone and there is pent-up demand for a winner in Washington, it makes the position attractive, um, perhaps more attractive than it's ever 
been. Um, all right, so 12 noon will be your chance to kind of weigh in, and we will keep you updated on all of the breaking news related to uh, who has, you know, who they've requested um, interviews with. It's going to be a long list of head coaches and potential new GMs. Uh, this is good news, though. We're in that process. And I just want to mention that Bob Myers, as somebody to come in and oversee this, I don't know that that's – I can't fathom how that would be a bad thing. Um, he is certainly thought to be one of the brightest and best that's ever done it in a different sport. Um, but albeit he's been successful in everything he has done, including a very successful agent – before he got involved in the Warriors dynasty. He's the one that moved on from Mark Jackson and hired Steve Curry. He's the one. Now, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry were already there. He's the one that drafted Draymond Green in the second round. Um, He's the one that convinced Kevin Durant to come to Golden State. Uh, He was around for all of it. Um, All right. Uh, I just wanted to talk briefly because it's almost tradition to have the day after a game, a recap of the game. It was a meaningless game. I am curious if anybody else was a bit nervous in the second quarter when they took a 10 to seven lead. Like I said last week, if Dallas, if you get into this fourth quarter, into the fourth quarter of yesterday's game and it's tight. Like Dallas is the kind of team that could sort of gag on it, uh, uh, you know, choke a little bit. Um, Washington took a 10-7 lead. That blocked field goal was pretty dramatic, um, you know, by two people that nobody knew their names prior to yesterday's uh, game. Um, it was Pryor who blocked it and Whitaker, Chase Whitaker, who picked it up. I thought he should have scored, but he's obviously not a blazer. Um, but they ended up scoring on that drive, and then they got the ball back again, um, and they took a 10-7 to lead in this game after an interception. And for a moment there in the second quarter, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This would be pretty dramatic if we got to the fourth quarter, and this game was close. And look, Eric Bieniemy was trying everything offensively. They had every trick up their sleeve in the first half of yesterday's game. And like last week, I also would give him some credit, man, because all of the, you know, opportunities, you know, they ran the football, they stayed a little bit more balanced, certainly in the first half. You know, the traditional non-trick plays were all primarily quick game throws. Um, you know, the first time he actually dropped back was the first time he got sacked. Um, and he ended up getting sacked four times. But uh, uh, I thought it was, you know, a decent, you know, overall game plan. Look, if I had been interested in them winning the game, I would have applauded the risk taking. They went for three fourth downs in the fourth qu- in the in the first, you know, quarter and the early second quarter alone. I think there were three for four on fourth downs in the game. Um, and they had a 10 to seven lead. I mean, Denton, were you at all like in that moment thinking, oh God, I mean, is this going to be a close game? You know, it's, it was almost identical to the first half of the Thanksgiving Day game. They were down 14. They were, you know, they, they were, they were down 14 to 10 in that game. And then they gave up a late touchdown to, and missed extra point. It was 20 to 10 at halftime. And this one, it was 21 to 10 at halftime. 
But I don't know. Was I alone in thinking in that moment at 10-7, to 7, uh-oh, it might be a competitive game? Yeah, my, my exact thoughts were, oh, my God, Sam Howell just can't play bad against this team. He's just going to win it again. Well, he didn't win anything the first time. They got beat 45-10. to 10. Well, no, I meant I was going back to last year, too, when he all, all of a sudden oh, stunned. Oh, yeah. And we're like, wait a second here. Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you? I can't believe I didn't mention this on Friday. And people are going to think, oh, you're, you're, it's an after-the-fact thing. But I swear to you, I said this weekend, why didn't I give the Giants out as a smell test pick? They were a slight anti-public favorite, but Philadelphia is going to play this game the same way Dallas played the game at FedEx last year. They're going to look, and they're, they're not assuming that there's any chance Washington can win, so they're, they're pretty much resigned to their fate, and they're going to end up playing poorly, and they'll end up you know, having reserves come in at some point in the second half, and they got, I mean, they got blown out from the beginning. Now, if they had looked at the scoreboard at one point, Washington was up in the second quarter. 10 to 7. But look, my quick list of things that I liked, all right? I actually thought for a second straight week it was a game plan that was much more caring and responsible for the quarterback's, you know, limitations, uh, which we didn't have in the weeks that preceded that. There just wasn't a lot of pure dropback. And when there was, it turned into disaster, whether it was pressure and interceptions or pressure and sacks and not all of it on Sam Howell. I'm not suggesting that it's just not what this team did well and what this quarterback did in particular. But I mean, I think the biggest pass play in terms of yards gained, I think was a shovel to Terry McLaurin. Um, and then he got that last one on the quick bubble that got him the fourth straight year of a thousand yards, which is a franchise record. I, you know, I'm happy for Terry. I'll be honest with you. I'm not one of those guys saying they got to get this done for Terry McLaurin. I'm like, Jesus, God, do we suck. When are we going to have a game against this team that's meaningful? Um, but I know a lot of you were like, if they can't, if they don't get Terry McLaurin this record, whatever. They got it for him, for those of you that were you know, on pins and needles waiting for it. But um, I actually thought for a second straight week, Biennemi gave you know, the offense a game plan with the trick plays you know, involved, you know, a chance to a certain degree. Um, I really feel like the, the, the this the, going back to the way he played on special teams earlier in the year, Quan Martin looks like a keeper to me. It wasn't just the interception off the deflection. Um, he looked good before hurting his ankle and leaving uh, the game. Um, you know, you know who just plays so hard and tries so hard and is so undersized i understand because he really not only looks short is short he looks even shorter but my god does Kalik hudson try hard i can see why coaches out there for a couple of years have have wanted to put him on the field he really plays hard he had 13 tackles three tfls uh in the game um, I've just been imp- – I'm, I'm always impressed with him. I, he's just undersized, and that's, I guess, an issue. Um, that's kind of it on the list of things to like from the game yesterday. There really wasn't much. Um, oh, they, they the, the blocked field goal, of course. And then, you know, for the second time in three games, they gave up a blocked punt. The Jets blocked a punt, remember. Um, the Cowboys had a blocked punt. Um, but on the list of things that I didn't like from the game, look, defensively, they're just so bad. 
I mean, Dallas, 440 yards, and they didn't even try in the fourth quarter. Six of 10. They had 31 first downs in the game um, against Washington. They averaged six and a half yards per play. Um, they were five for seven in the red zone. Um, you know, it just. It's just a. This will be in terms of just analyzing or talking football only. The biggest stunner of 2023 was just how bad the defense the defense was. Really, from like week three on, you know, after that Bills game, it was just one of the worst defenses we have ever seen. I understand who was out there yesterday. They did not have a lot of their starting players out there. And even last week, to a certain extent, they didn't have a lot of starting players understood. But this was, you know, it didn't get a lot better. It was not addition by subtraction after the trades, uh, the trade specifically of, of Chase Young. And it didn't get any better with Ron Rivera simplifying things when Jack Del Rio left. God, it was bad. Um how about this? Just, you know, uh, Dak Prescott against Washington in the two games this year. You ready for this? Prescott in the first game, 22 of 32, 300, 331 yards, four touchdowns. Yesterday, 31 of 36, 279, four touchdowns. He had eight touchdown passes in two games against Washington and threw for 610 yards. And was 53 of 60. Wait, where where am I here? I'm sorry. He was 53 of 68. My God. I mean, what a show. And how about C.D. Lamb? I'm really blown away with what an elite receiver he has turned into. 13 catches yesterday on 13 targets for 98 yards um two touchdowns including that that incredible play by Prescott where he extended 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 and then threw to Lamb um in the end zone um Sam Howell overall finished with kind of what we've seen from him just a true um under you know subpar performance it wasn't his worst uh, missing Terry McLaurin on the trick play with Logan Thomas on the third and one where Thomas, you know, goes option to Hal and Hal's got a wide open Terry McLaurin for a touchdown and a seven, nothing lead. Not only does he under throw it, it should have been picked. Um, you know, the, the, the one pick, you know, Dexter Lawrence hit his hand. It's also because he's shorter and holds it. The second pick's underthrown to McLaurin. He's trying to take a shot, I guess. Took four sacks. The third and 12 that he actually made a completion to Terry McLaurin on, Greg Olson was was all lathered up on. That's a, that's the best throw he's had all day. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't perfectly thrown. You know, this was a C, C-minus performance from Sam um, in the game, and ultimately he, over 17 games, ends up being kind of a C, C-minus quarterback for 2023. I mean, we can get into down the road, the blame of the offensive coordinator, the culpability of the offensive line. But as I've told you guys for weeks now, the offensive line ranked top half of the league in next gen's pass uh, block win rate. And going into this weekend was top 15 per PFF as the, as an offensive line overall. Uh, Cosme was great this year. Um, Just to point out his, performances uh, again. Uh, They 100% should be and I think will be 
in the quarterback search mode once again uh, in an offseason. But this year with a lot of ammo. You know, the number two pick in the draft, five picks in the three in the first three rounds, a lot of cap space if they decide to go that route uh, in free agency. Who knows? Maybe Spielman will advocate for Kirk Cousins' return. No, I think they'll use number two overall on a quarterback, and we got plenty of time to talk about that. All right, uh, coming up, uh, I do want your thoughts on what went on today. Uh, we'll get those at 301-230-0980, and we'll keep you posted on all of the breaking news here this morning. Don't forget Josh Harris at 1 o'clock. Big news of the day, Ron Rivera out as head coach here in D.C. That ends his 40-year tenure with the team. The team has also announced that Bob Myers and Rick Spielman are going to help advise Josh Harris with the next steps this offseason. As Kevin just mentioned, we will hear from Josh Harris at 1 p.m. He's going to talk to the media for the first time in a couple of months. You got you can hear it right here on the Team 980. A couple notable names that have been mentioned for potential head coaching hires, Ben Johnson, the OC at the Lions. The team has reportedly reached out to the agent of Jim Harbaugh and former uh, team defensive backs coach Raheem Morris, who's now the D.C. with the Los Angeles Rams, has been mentioned as well. Elsewhere in the NFL, Arthur Smith is out in Atlanta. And as we approach noon Eastern time, Bill Belichick still employed by the New England Patriots. And that's what's trending. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I forgot to read the what Logan Thomas said after the game yesterday, um, specifically about Eric Bieniemy. He said, quote, well, I think we had our ups and downs with him. I might be the only one to say it, but we had our ups and downs. We had some good, we had some bad. It's just, it's one of those things where something new comes in after you've been used to something else for a couple of years, and sometimes you can butt heads. Um, but I respect him for coming to work every day and being the same person every day um there you go uh that from uh logan uh thomas sam cosme said earlier we just should have run the ball more uh we should have run the rock more 
Um, yeah, I, I think there was a lot of that. And look, the head coach said it in training camp. Um, and at the same time, I thought there were games in which it was very clear that Eric Bieniemy had a grasp over what was going on. Um, you know who was complimentary of Bieniemy at times yesterday was Greg Olson. Greg Olson, of course, gushed over Ron Rivera, uh, his former coach in Carolina, uh, during that broadcast uh, as well. But certainly acknowledged um, acknowledged that uh, results matter, and they do. Um, so there you go. Uh, Ron Rivera, I, I read a statement earlier, really left uh, this morning with a statement that was pretty damn classy, but I didn't expect anything less. And I think certainly the way ownership has handled the end of the Rivera era, because um, it could have been more terse, uh, didn't have to be, um, but that's not the kind of person he is. Uh, and as I've mentioned to you during the course of the year, everybody kind of liked Ron Rivera in terms of the new ownership group. Didn't hear anything other than great respect for him. Um, but it's over, and a new day has started, and man, the names just keep coming in in terms of who they've requested interviews with. What we know for sure, though, is that there have been two hires made. Uh, Bob Myers, former Golden State Warriors team president, general manager, uh, legendary GM in the uh, NBA annals, uh, brought in with Rick Spielman, former NFL general manager, to be a part of the group, uh, the search committee, that will identify and then hire uh, the next head of football operations and next head coach. All right, your turn. 301-230-0980. I'm interested. The Myers thing to me is is a no-brainer, and it's a total positive. Um, the Spielman thing is interesting to me. I would guess, and I don't know this for sure, I would guess that that's a Marty Herney relationship of some sort. Um, and Spielman's been available. Courtney Cronin, who covered the Vikings in the John Kime role for ESPN.com, is going to jump on with us later on in the upcoming hour just to talk about Spielman and what he was like as a general manager. She also covers the Bears, so we'll find out what she thinks will be done with Justin Fields uh, versus perhaps selecting Caleb Williams. All right, your calls next. Thoughts on... Uh, a busy Monday, but we knew this was coming here on the Team 980. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 